Welcome to Pivot Point of View. This is Becky Pearson, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you health and wellness tips for you and the horse you rode in on. Hi, everybody. This is Becky Pearson with Pearson Physical Therapy, and today we are joined with Dr. Greg Sextro from Central Nebraska Orthopedics. How are you today, Dr. Sextro? Very well. How are you? Great, great. So why don't we start out with uh, introducing yourself. Tell us a little bit about where you came from, how you got interested in orthopedics, and um, just give us a little background on you. So I'm originally from Grand Island, Nebraska. Uh, I grew up here, um, returned back to Grand Island about 18 years ago. Um, Graduated from senior high in Grand Island. Uh, Went on to school in Lincoln, Nebraska for college and went on to the University of Nebraska Medical Center for medical school. And then I uh, did my residency at uh, Mayo Clinic in uh, Rochester, Minnesota after that. And then I've uh, been back in Grand Island now for about 18 years. Wonderful, wonderful. And so how did you decide that you wanted to get into orthopedics? So uh, uh, I've been involved in healthcare most of my life. Uh, my dad was a podiatrist, I actually used to go up to Broken Bow years ago. Um, so I've been kind of around the healthcare field and, uh, always enjoyed being in surgery. And so, uh, I played athletics in high school and got involved in, in, in some of those, uh, endeavors, uh, and spent some time in orthopedics. I uh, liked what it involved. Um, uh, I tend to like to fix things. <laughs> so, uh, orthopedics allows me to try and fix problems and, and get people back to their activities. So are you a handyman around the house then? <laughs> I try to be. So yeah, growing up in Nebraska, I had all kinds of jobs. I worked on the farm, worked construction, worked at the golf course, and just enjoyed being outside and, and using my hands to do things. Great, great. Um, so yeah, you mentioned this, that, that you come up to Broken Bow, and we do really appreciate you coming up here. A lot of our elderly patients that don't like to travel, that it's nice that they can receive services right here so close to home. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the procedures that you offer here in Broken Bow. So, uh, we order a pretty vast variety of uh, procedures there. Um, so we do, you know, some simple outpatient surgeries such as carpal tunnels and trigger fingers. Um, we do knee arthroscopies, um, there routinely. Um, we do, we can do shoulder arthroscopies there. Um, I think it's been several years now. Uh, we started offering a total joint arthroplasty for knee replacements there. Um, presently, we're not doing hip replacements there just from a, an equipment standpoint. Um, so I would say, you know, there's a variety of things that uh, we can provide services right there in Broken Bow. Yeah, it, and that's um, when we spoke the other day on the phone, I, I didn't realize how many procedures you did offer here. So that's wonderful. And, you know, it's, that recovery afterwards, you know, that trip home, if you have to go uh, very far from home, that's kind of a miserable trip, I think, probably after you've had surgery. So it it is, I think, comforting to know that you're able to do that here and, um, and also support our local hospital. So we do really appreciate you doing those. Uh, Let's talk a little bit more about your total hip replacements. So they're a little bit unique. You um, offer something a little different than most of the docs in this area. So uh, tell us a little bit more about that. So probably about four years ago, um, I got interested in what's called an anterior hip replacement and uh, felt that there's 
you know, truly some advantages to that uh, procedure. Um, we're, we can still use standard, um, you know, parts. We're not using any special parts to do the procedure. It's just a completely different approach to how we get into the hip joint and feel that it's a much more soft tissue sparing approach to the hip, uh, which allows people, I think, to recover faster uh, with less restrictions. And then in surgery by using, um, um, we actually use fluoroscopy or x-ray within the procedure and it allows us to fine tune everything we do. So uh, after surgery, there is no surprises when you get an x-ray after surgery because you're actually getting one in surgery. And if you're uh, unhappy with how things look or uh, you can adjust it on the fly. And so there are no surprises afterwards. That's wonderful. So you go in through the front of the hip and so there aren't as many muscles to cut through. And so then that also helps so that there aren't as many precautions afterwards, correct? Correct. Uh, I don't know if I can, I can kind of show you on a model here. I don't know if you can, I don't know, it's hard to kind of see, but um, on a traditional hip replacement, the incision's more on the backside of the hip. We kind of uh, split your kind of the gluteus maximus muscle um, to get into the hip joint. And then after you kind of split that, um, you're having to release some of the muscles on the back of the hip to actually get into the hip joint. Um, on the anterior hip replacement, um, the incision's more towards the uh, front of the hip. So there's an interval right here between what's called the rectus and your tensor fascia. And this little interval right here, we can open up this interval. By opening that interval, uh, we can get into the, the front of the hip. And then again, there's, a, there's an opening here without detaching the muscles where you can get into the front of the hip with really not detaching as many muscles to get into the, into the hip uh, joint uh, to actually do the replacement. That's wonderful. Um, you know, working throughout the years with total hip replacements, that is probably some of the biggest things that I've seen with people if they do have problems afterwards. It's that weakness in the gluteus muscles um, and they end up getting a limp because those muscles never really got strong enough again afterwards, I'd say. Um, so I, I think it is phenomenal uh, that you can do that. The other thing that, um, you know, when, when you get a traditional total hip, uh, anybody that's had it, they know that they've been told, you know, not to bend over to like tie their shoes, not to cross their knees. Um, and I don't know that everybody understands why. And it's because in a traditional total hip, basically they cut through all those muscles and the joint capsule to get that hip to basically dislocate, right? To, to do the replacement. And Correct. so you have to avoid that in order to, to avoid re-dislocating that hip. But, but that is not the case with that anterior approach, correct? Yeah, I think because we're preserving more muscle attachments, um, you have to dislocate the hip uh, no matter how you get to the hip to do a hip replacement. Um, but what you're really wanting to do is strive for stability. Um, and the stability comes from uh, first putting uh, all the parts in correctly during the time of surgery to make sure everything's in a correct position. Um, and again, we're using fluoroscopy and x-ray during surgery to be sure that occurs. And then uh, by, I think, doing less soft tissue dissection around your hip, uh, it provides better stability after surgery. Yeah. 
Well, it's been really interesting for me to see. Um, we've had a few of our patients that have went through that, and um, it's their recovery is is so much quicker and and so much less uh, tr tissue trauma, like you said. And and so it's been really neat for me to see that. And and um, so I strongly encourage anybody to at least consult with you about it if there's um, a chance that they might need a total hip replacement. Um, tell me who is, is everybody that um, needs a total hip replacement, would anybody be a candidate or anybody that would not be a candidate for it? So I'd say right now I'm probably doing 90% of my hip replacements through, through the anterior incision. Um, so the only people that, um, that I'm not doing them on are people that I would say are, you know, moderately or significantly obese. And the reason because if you have a, that little bit of an abdominal fold on the front of your hip, um, we don't want to make an incision in that little abdominal crease. Um, cause I think that maybe increases your risk of some uh, wound healing issues. And so we probably don't think it's worth the risk then to go at that point. But outside of those people, that abdominal fold, uh, we're able to do most everybody through that approach. Yeah, There's not a specific age cutoff um, or anything like that. It's just the body habitus that decides it. Okay. And you had a, you guys had to purchase special equipment to be able to do that, and that's why you aren't able to do that procedure in Broken Bow, right? You, that one has to be done in. Grand yeah, it's, it's a little more technically demanding. Um, we uh, had to buy a special table. It's called a HANA table, um, where we place the patient on the table and your feet kind of go in some boots so we can move your hip around during surgery and it allows us access to bring in the x-ray machine to uh, get our pictures. Uh, and so presently, just from a volume standpoint, having all the equipment you need to do this a little bit cost prohibitive at the present time. Um, we'll see what happens in the future look at the history of what we've done here like in Grand Island um, when I first returned I did a, what's called an anterior lateral approach where initially you had to be you know put people on some crutches for about six weeks to make them partial weight bearing to allow some of the muscles to heal and then we transitioned and started doing a little mini posterior approach but again you're detaching some muscles there's a little higher dislocation rate and so we had to protect people for a while and then again about four years ago we transitioned to the anterior approach. Uh, and again, with that, uh, I let people full weight bear the day of surgery. Um, and, the, and what I found with this approach is, um, if anything, you have to slow people down a little bit because people feel too good too fast and, and they try and do too much. And then sometimes they regress and get a little bit sore. Any other um, things that you can think of that, that you, um you wish people did more of this that would help their overall health or anything that any common themes that you see with people that you think, you know, I, I end up telling people this 10 times a day and, and I wish that people would do, you know, whatever it is to, to keep themselves healthier. Any nuggets well, for people? Is, you know, kind of several things. I mean, first of all, I guess, you know, people have to be smart and be kind to their joints. Um, we all think we're invincible when we're young and, you know, maybe do things we shouldn't do. Um, so, you know, having correct lifting techniques and be, you know, be smart how you're lifting and carrying things. 
Um, I kind of have that scenario of I, I tell people, uh, you know, cartilage on, in your knees, your hips, uh, your shoulders are uh, somewhat, somewhat like tread on your tire. Um, you know, if you take care of them and be gentle to them, they last you a lot longer. So if you just be smart with your, with your joints, they'll last longer and you won't need a replacement. Um, the other thing is just, you know, being healthy, that uh, exercise is great. It preserves joints. It's good for your joint cartilage and uh, it helps stop people from becoming obese, which is the uh, major um, stressor of joints. And uh, I think anything people can do to exercise and control their weight and be healthy is the best thing for them. Well, I sure appreciate you coming on here and um, sharing what you offer here in Broken Bow and giving us a little insight into that uh, minimally invasive total hip replacement. And um, we enjoy working with your patients. And so uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to do this. I appreciate it. And uh, just, uh, you have a great staff in Broken Bow. You have a great OR crew there and um, they provide a great service to your community. And I think uh, it's, a, it's a safe place to be. They do a really good job. And I would have no concerns about, you know, having any procedures done there. Wonderful, wonderful. So if somebody wants to uh, get a hold of you, can they just call your office? How do they get a hold of you? Um, so if they want to be seen in Broken Bow, they can just call the specialty clinic at the hospital and, and they arrange my schedule and my appointments there and uh, they just do it directly through the clinic. Great, great. All right, well, thanks Dr. Sextro and I think you said you had a busy day of surgery today, so we'll let you go, so don't keep holding anybody up. <laughs> we appreciate it, thanks for having me. All right, thank you. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you have any more questions about what we talked about today, uh, feel free to reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Pearson Physical Therapy or Pivot Point Equine. We're also on Instagram. So reach out, give us a direct message, and we'd be happy to get back to you. Also, if you loved what you heard, then give us a five-star rating uh, that helps others find us. And if you're not going to give us a five-star rating, well, just move on. Thank you very much.